0: You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast, episode number 141. And today, ladies, we are talking about the health benefits of journaling. Now, don't roll your eyes and don't skip away because you think that you know nothing about journaling, number one, or number two, you think you know everything about journaling, or you think journaling is not for you. I did this episode because I was number three. I thought journaling wasn't for me. And over the past year and a half, I have learned so much more about myself through the art of journaling. So let me tell you, ladies, your first introduction to journaling may have been pining over the countless hours of a diary in your awkward school years. Maybe that was you. Okay, Maybe that's what you relate journaling to, your diary when you were a kid or you were an adolescent. Okay. But here's the thing. Over the years, journaling has evolved and changed into much more than a simple diary for you to write about your high school sweetheart. It's become a tool to help you organize your life, prioritize and set goals, reflect on reminders of the past, and to envision the future for your dreams. No matter what your personality or or creative style looks like, ladies, you can make journaling work for you. It's not just one size fits all kind of habit with all the different styles and elements of journaling it would seem easy to grab a pen, jump in and start writing. However, because there are so many different journaling routes you can go, it can be intimidating and easily discouraging people from taking that first step. It was for me for many, many years. So I don't want to let that happen to you, okay? And I don't want that to be you. So even if you're a complete beginner, journaling doesn't have to be scary. You simply have to know how to start. So today I'm going to give you 10 tips that you can use to help you become a journaling pro in no time. And if you're already a journaling pro, maybe you'll pick up a few tips too. So don't negate listening to the episode. All right. And hey, if you like it, let me know your thoughts. I always want to know how we can improve with the podcast. So let's dive in and learn how to go from blank pages to big life changes Everything you need to know to get you started journaling or to keep you on that journaling path. And let's see how I relate it to health because you know, I always take these topics and relate it to health. You know me, I just can't help it. So let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, millennial women's health guide and certified women's health nurse practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. All right, ladies. So let's just get into this week's episode. Now, part of the reason that I'm talking about this is because you know that I kind of go from doing like a health topic one week to something sometimes a mindset the next week, and we cover all kinds of different things on the podcast. And starting in a couple of weeks, we're going to actually be having some guest interviews, which I'm very, very excited to um, have some brand new guests on the show as well. But one of the things that I talk to you a lot about, and you know, it comes up in a lot of the things that I talk to you about, whether it's on the health perspective or it's on the mindset perspective, and that is of journaling. And you know that I've also professed to you because you know that I speak my truth to y'all, that journaling has been something that I have struggled with in the past. I really didn't understand it. I really didn't get, I couldn't get behind it. It was something, it was like kind of like meditating for me, you know, where you sit on the floor and you just close your eyes and you get into that, into that space. That was kind of how it is with journaling. I always felt like, okay, what is the point of it? But this past year and a half, I've really started to get into journaling and really start to understand the fundamentals behind it, understand some of the science behind it, and really have come to see that it really does help us with stress and a lot of other things in our life. Okay. And figuring out where we are, where we want to go and different things. So I wanted to talk to you today about 10 of the things that I have learned that have helped me turn those blank pages into big life changes. So I figured if they help me, maybe they might help you and you might find some inspiration if you don't already journal, or if you do journal and you do it half. hap have, well, I, sh- I can't even say that word. If you do it here and there, sparse like, and that's what I was doing before, hit and miss, so to speak, then this may very well be the episode that helps you to get back into doing it on a regular full-time basis. Okay. So first and foremost, the biggest thing around journaling, whether it be for your health, for your um, relationships, for your life, for business goals, or whether you're journaling for every single thing in your life, which also could be a very good thing, is to know your why. Now, you might hear this very familiar, know your why, because I talk to you about that a lot, especially when it comes to your health. Understanding your why behind you wanting to do something is going to make you want to do it more. And if you can attach that to something other than like that's very fleeting, you can even get better results. Okay. So the first step to a successful journaling experience, ladies, is to know, like I said, why you want to keep a journal in the first place. Getting clear on this will set the stage for everything that happens once you open your journal to that first blank page. Keep in mind though, your why is not going to be the same as your sisters, your best friends, or your coworkers. The reason behind starting the journey is unique to you and it depends on what you expect to get out of it. Maybe you want to get more organized and pay off debt. You could use your journal to track spending, set a monthly budget, and keep a record of everything you owe. On the flip side of that, maybe you desire a healthier lifestyle and you need a place to track your workouts, your nutrition, your weight loss. You might need a place to brainstorm ideas for a new business or set a five year plan for your current one. There's all kinds of things. No matter what your reasoning is, ladies, journaling can assist you along the way. Knowing the why behind it all can help to guide you and keep you on track long after you fill in that first blank page. And I know a lot of people, they do journaling prompts, they get them, they use affirmations as journaling prompts. They use Bible verses as journaling prompts. I've got a couple different journals that I've been going through this year. Some of them have been, one of them is a spiritual one. Another one is just, you know, for me to dump my brain and to really just get out all the stuff that's been going on in my head, you know, as all this stuff in the world is happening. It helps me to kind of understand it more, take the fear and the stress off of my heart and put it onto paper. All right. Number two, as I always talk about this again with your health, and I'm going to say it again here with journaling, keep it simple. When you first start out, ladies, it's easy to be drawn into the Pinterest world of beautiful journaling layouts. Trust me, I've gone down the Pinterest rabbit hole. Creative artwork and calligraphy, leather-bound notebooks, expensive markers, and the oh-so-cute must-have stickers on Etsy, I've done that too, are not necessarily everything that you need. Although my friend... Would also say differently because she's very, very creative. And Melissa, that is, and she's one of my dear friends. And she's, like I said, she's very creative and she makes her journaling things absolutely beautiful because she's a painter and she gets very, very creative with it. So I'm very envious of her too. However, it's important to be strong and remember not to feel compelled to go all in at first. Keep it simple. Start with a cheap notebook or sketchbook, a couple pens, and about 10 minutes each day to practice writing. You'll be able to experiment and find your journaling style without breaking the bank, trying to be, trying to fit everything in with everyone else's journaling experience. Okay. This is not like, um, what did you, what did they, we used to do before when you did those, all the pictures inside of a, of a book and you saved them for your friend, um, scrapbooking, that's it. Scrapbooking, not that old, but still it came blank to my mind. Okay. So you don't have to go all out. Okay. You'll be able to experiment and you're going to find your journaling style. So you may want to change doing a couple different things. Maybe just writing is your thing. Maybe, you know, doing sketching is your thing with little, you know, notes around it. Like I said, maybe finding an affirmation and going from that, maybe taking a Bible verse and then journaling about what that means to you or how you can apply that to your life. It's all very different. Okay. So keep it simple experiment with your journaling styles. And as you grow and learn, you can start to invest in the tools that will allow you to create a journal that perfectly expresses your, your creativity, that is your creativity and your unique personality. Just take baby steps at first until you figure that part out. Because here's the thing, ladies, you don't want to go down to Michael's and, you know, spend hundred dollars on a bunch of journaling stuff and you haven't even dove into it yet. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. I have so many freaking journaling notebooks. I've got a ton of pens. I've got colored markers. I've got colored pencils, all kinds of things in my drawer. And my husband, every time I I used to go to the store, I'd bring more stuff back because I was a Michael's fanatic. Okay. I love Michael's. And like I said, I'd sit down and I'd start, I'd stop, I'd start, I'd stop. I'd never really got into it. Although I use those art supplies for other things, but it never really kind of crept into my journaling. These days I'm finding just plain pen to paper is what works for me. And if I feel like doodling, I can doodle too, but I just want to go at with it at the moment. Okay. So here's the next one. Let go of Perfection. Going hand in hand with number two, keeping it simple, is letting go of perfections, ladies. One of the biggest mistakes you can make when it comes to journaling is feeling the need to be perfect right from the start. Perfectionist tendencies will ruin your experience and keep you stuck on a blank page. Let's be clear here. There is no right or wrong way to do this. Your journaling experience is yours and yours alone. Just like I tell you, your health journey is yours and yours alone. And the important thing is that you just start. Just like I say with your health, it's just important that you just start. Same thing with journaling, just start. Who cares if your handwriting isn't beautiful or you can't draw to save your life? That's me. Messy action is where all of the magic is at, lady. All the goodness is in the messiness, right? It's where you gain confidence and clarity about where you're at and where you want to be. It's where you learn and grow and challenge yourself to be better. No one is perfect, even if it seems that way sometimes. Letting go of that perfection perception is one of the best things you can do for yourself in the journaling world and in the grand scheme of your life. And we talk about this all the time as well as it relates to your health, your business, your, your marriage, your family life, you being a mom, all those type of things. There's no such thing as being perfect. Okay. Not as a human that is. Number four, Same thing that I talked to you about with your health. You've got to make time for writing. If you want the habit to stick, it's important to make journaling a priority in your schedule. If you don't set aside some writing time on purpose, it's going to fall through the cracks and become second to your other obligations. And don't I know this one. This doesn't mean that you have to schedule hours of solitude each day with just a notebook and a pen to keep you company. Simply find five to 10 minutes in your day where you can go someplace quiet and spend some time with your own thoughts. Think about your daily routine and see when it would make more sense to to carve out some time on your schedule. Maybe the early morning hours are complete chaos and you need to wait until the kids are tucked in bed before you start writing. On the flip side, maybe it's easier for you to find some quiet time as the sun rises and everyone else is asleep. So no matter if you're a morning person or a night owl, the key is to making journaling a natural part of your daily routine. Only then will it form a long lasting habit that you can help, that can help you to set up your future success. Okay. Now, don't you notice that a lot of this parallels with what I talked to you about with your health, make time for writing, make time for your health, keep it simple keep it simple, just start, let go of perfectionism. All right. Kind of goes all the same. It's kind of like shocking me, but it's the truth. All right. Next make lists. Now I am not a big, a big list makers. And I know that there's a lot of ladies out there who listen to this or wherever you are out there that you love to make lists each and every day. But if you've been on the planet for any decent length of time, you're probably made a list or two on occasion. I've even done that. If the thought of long, in-depth journal entries stress you out to the max, lists may be a great way to dip your toe into the journaling pond. Lists are a super easy and stress-free way to kickstart your writing habit without putting too much pressure on yourself at the same time. The great thing is you can create lists for virtually anything and everything. There's really no limits. From meal plans and business ideas to travel goals and favorite books, you can use your journal to become a list-making pro. Okay. You can keep it simple, ladies, like I said before, simple, or even go a bit bigger and dive in deeper into the self-reflection realm. For example, make a list of fears you want to overcome or goals that you want to accomplish in the next five years. List making is a great way, ladies, to jumpstart your journaling habit. And the best part is you'll never lack for things to write about. So if the thought of staring at a blank page and just dumping your brain out, and just starting from Nowheresville, like it was for me, that's kind of I think what, what stopped me. Then make a list of little different things that you want to talk about. And slowly but surely, you can take those lists and start making longer entries into your journals. Okay? Now, number six, take your journal with you everywhere, okay? Because ladies, this is a great way to ensure that journaling becomes second nature and it's to take it with you wherever you go. Let's face it. We all have those moments during our day where we mindlessly scroll through social media, wasting time and accomplishing very little. By having your journal handy, you can use those moments for creative exploration. You can use it for self-reflection or simply ladies to write out a much needed grocery list that you've been putting off. It's easy to find excuses as to why you can't write or don't have time to fit it into your schedule. But if carrying your journal with you all the time, you'll always be able to find a free moment to tackle a sentence or two throughout your day. Another perk, when inspiration strikes, you won't have to wait until you get home to let those creative juices flowing. I take my journal with me every day, and I just jot down little notes of things that I want to come back at. I jot down maybe a, a memory verse that I want. I listen to you know some music, or I listen to a podcast, and somebody says something very creative, or something that I want to know for my business and go explore. I just write it down with me, and it doesn't have to even be like I said, ladies, a big huge journal too. I've got one of those, but I tend to carry with me just a little teeny notepad. You know, that you can flip over kind of like what reporters have or police people take, where they take those notes down in those little pads. And just to jot down things so that I can remember later on when I go home to my bigger journal. Okay. Number seven is set up your space. Journaling is a habit that can be done anywhere and everywhere. But first, when you first start out, it may be a bit helpful to have a designated space for your writing. If you already have a home office, that may, that may be the perfect setup for you. Otherwise, simply choose a spot with a comfortable level of privacy that is free of distraction. Think of your space as a retreat, someplace you can go to get away from the chaos for a few minutes and get in touch with your own thoughts. If you sit down to journal and the TV is blaring, kids are arguing, and your phone is beeping with constant notifications, you're probably not going to accomplish much. You can easily calm or claim, sorry about that, you can easily claim, ladies, a corner of even your bedroom if that's what you needed, or just a quiet spot. Okay. In front of the outside, go sit outside, go to the park. If you need to just find a place that is just, you know, a little space for you where there's not a lot of distractions and turn off your phone, turn off your notifications anyways, and give yourself this time to honor yourself, to just sit and be with yourself and your thoughts. You will be surprised at the things that come out of it. Okay. Number eight, The biggest obstacle you'll face when you first start journaling might be knowing what to write about. Okay. That's kind of like what I thought. I thought I had to have some specific, you know, um, you know, world phenomena thing to be writing about, but I learned that you don't have to, this can be discouraging like it was for me and it has caused many of us to throw in the towel before we even begin. So here's the thing. Writing prompts can be a helpful guide when you are, when you have zero clue on where to start. Prompts come in the form of statements or questions that are meant to give you a focused topic to write about and can be used to get those creative juices flowing. Whether you're looking to use your journal for self-reflection and or discovery or to manage your emotions or to help deal with anxiety and stress, prompts are meant to guide you and help bring your thoughts to the surface. Feelings and emotion can also be brought to the surface when you are writing. So what are you grateful for? Okay, what is your meal for the day? What is your most favorite memory? What's your most favorite book? What's your most favorite movie? The options are limitless when it comes to writing prompts. Think you don't have what it takes to be a writer? Think again, ladies, because I can honestly tell you prompts are an easy, surefire way to help you dig deep and find a way to journal your heart out, even if you feel at a loss for words. Like I said, a lot of people use affirmations, Bible prompts again, or verses whatever it is, you could be glancing through a magazine and you could see something and it can give you, Oh, a thought Write about that too. Now I love this thing. The next one is the one minute rule. Time or lack of is one of the many excuses for not maintaining a successful journaling habit. That was my thing too. And it's still sometimes in. I'm going to be honest and raw here, but this is where the one minute rule comes in. It's easy. If something can be done in one minute or less, don't put it off, do it now. Whether it be doing a load of laundry, taking out the trash, loading or unloading the dishwasher, or even journaling, you're bound to find 60 seconds in the day to commit to those activities. It makes the time factor seem less of a problem, ladies, when you carve out such a simple, small amount of your day. Plus, it doesn't doesn't matter, make it much easier to commit something when you know it's not going to take away from a huge chunk of time out of your day, or you're going to have a big, huge obligation to get it done. This is a great way to stop procrastinating and start forming new habits that will serve you long into the future, okay? For journaling purposes, it can even be helpful to use a timer so you know exactly when your minute is up. So here's the thing. A lot of us think that, oh, journaling has got to be this lengthy time. We're going to have to be sitting there for hours and you don't. Set the timer for a minute and just whatever you can brain dump in that one minute, you brain dump, okay? It's just a way to get you to get journaling, okay? And it helps you to form new habits. Remember, we've been talking about habits in a lot of the podcasts lately, making small little habits that add up big over the long haul. So as you can see here, one minute of journaling a day done a day is going to add up to a full notebook over a year of things that you can really learn and accomplish and, you know, really help your brain, your heart, your soul, everything. It's just a great way to do it. So factor in one minute. I know ladies that you can do one minute a day of journaling. All right. Just like last time or in two episodes ago, I gave you that one minute or 60, 60 minute, um, morning minute thing that you can do in the mornings. Okay. It doesn't take long to set your day off right. It doesn't take long to journal. All right. And then the last thing is I want you to track your habit. Okay. We talk about this with a lot of different things. And I talk to you about this a lot when it comes to health. If you have any intention of forming a journaling habit, as with any habit that I talk to you about, especially when it comes to forming your health habits, that's going to stick, you have to be willing to work at it a little bit each and every day, especially in the beginning. Okay. A habit becomes easier over time. A great way to ensure that you stay consistent is to keep a habit tracker and mark off each day after you get done doing it. Whether it's journaling, whether it's, you know, doing your walk, drinking your water, sleeping better, you know, eating better, any of those things. When you can visually see it, and I've talked about this before, when you can actually, you can write something out and tangibly, you can see it, you can smell it, you can tactile it and you can feel it. It always grounds it so much more when you can, when you can get all of your senses into the process. Okay. So this is super simple, easy task, and it will keep you motivated even on those days when you feel like writing is the last thing that you want to do. The more you see those check marks add up ladies, the more determined you will be able to keep the streak alive because you're human and it's super satisfying to make that little mark once you've completed your writing for the day. Keeping a habit tracker will allow you to see how far you've come over time and can be the key to building and maintaining a successful journaling habit for years to come. And this is true, ladies. I can be honest with you. I use my Fitbit. It is my tracker. It keeps me on the habit. It tells me, oh, you're on a seven day walking spree. Good job. Keep it up. Then I'm more motivated. Okay. I'm going to keep going for another, another day. And then another day, it tells me what my progress has been over the past week. I get badges from my Fitbit. They email me when I've reached a certain amount of, of miles with my walking or my running. And I get a badge and I'm like, Oh wow. I just, I just crossed the, you know, the Sahara desert. I, it, it's exciting, right? Because we're human. We want to see progress. And definitely if you keep a, your tracker of your journaling as with your health, Okay. Like, have I drank the water today? Did I do a little bit of movement today? Did I add an extra hour of sleep today? Did I eat a little bit better today? Did I, you know, did I, what did I do today to relieve a little bit of stress? Same thing. Did I journal today? Okay. Very easy to accomplish those things. So ladies, here's the thing. One of the best things about journaling is there is no certain rules that you have to follow. This is what I love. Even as a beginner, there is no need to feel intimidated and overwhelmed at the thought of getting started. Okay. You can easily create a journaling experience that is unique to you, your wants, your needs, and your personality. Through self-reflection and discovery, ladies, journaling can provide a shift in mindset and perspective that will start you on a path of life-changing transformation. Okay. Did you hear me? Your wants, needs, and personality can come out Through self reflection and discovery, journaling can provide a shift in mindset and perspective that will start you on the path of life changing transformation. Don't wait another day to bring life to all those blank pages, ladies. You'll open up a whole new world right at your fingertips if you start journaling today. And like I said, let me take a sip of water here. My throat's really dry after all this. I've been doing it for about a year and a half now, and it's not really pretty. A lot of my pages are messy. I've got little sticky notes, like all over my notebook. I don't have any like rhyme or reason to my journaling. Some days it's a, you know, it's an affirmation that I find inspiring and I'll write about. Some days it's a Bible verse. Some days it's just my brain dump. Some days I'm just, you know, saying, Hey, how stressed out I am and putting it out on paper. Some days it's about, you know, Oh, I, this good thing happened at work or this happened with a friend or this, you know, I'm praying over a friend or something else. So It doesn't have to be perfect. Like I said, it really doesn't. It just has to be something that is coming from you. So just a little bit of time every day, ladies, to journal. Okay. If you get in the habit of journaling and you start doing that and you track that habit, then you're going to be so much more ahead of the game when you want to track all your other things in your life and you want to form habits other places too. Because journaling is taking it out from your head and your heart and it's putting it on paper where you can actually see it. And there's a very cathartic, you know, thing to that, ladies, when you're taking it off your body and you're actually putting it onto paper. It's like, you know, you take it and you write it on a piece of paper and then you go burn it and you just get rid of it. It's the same thing. You feel lighter once you get rid of it off your chest. So I really encourage you to, if you haven't already, you know, start journaling today. If you have been journaling, congratulations and a big high five. Keep it up. You know, try to be more creative. If you've been journaling for a while, how can I change it up? Because sometimes, you know, if we've been doing something, the same thing for a long period of time, it can get boring. And you know me, I get bored easily. So I have to change things up. I buy different colored notebooks. I, now I use different colored pens. You know, I don't really do a lot of the doodling. I don't do a lot of stickers or all that. I did try that, you know, but it just never worked for me. So I have to go with what works for me, right? Simple is the best for me. So, I hope you got something out of this today, ladies. I thank you so much for listening. And, like I said, we've got a couple great guests that we're going to be interviewing over the next couple weeks. So, I can't, I'm just so excited about that. I'm not going to say who they are just until after the podcast and everything gets recorded because you never know things can happen. But I'm trying to go out there and source some really good ladies to interview that are out there doing fantastic things in the world of women's wellness and health. So I think you'd be pretty happy. So if you could do me a great big favor because it helps me to get better guests. I don't want to say that in a bad way, but it, it does. It helps me get better guests on the show if there's more ratings and reviews. Okay. So if you can go leave us a rating and review today, I would greatly appreciate it on iTunes. It doesn't have to be a long review to say what you like. And if you could, you know, go there every single time, like I know that it takes time. I do. Okay. But I'm asking you to help because that's how the podcast gets rated. If it was some other means of how the podcast moves up in the ranks, I would, I would not be telling you, asking you to go and give us a rating and review. So I'd really appreciate it if you could go over there. I'd really appreciate it if you would come join us over on Well Woman Network 360, um, over on Facebook. It's our private group. Please follow us over on Instagram at Well Woman Network. And ladies, let me tell you something. I should have started the podcast with this, but I'm going to end with it here. I just got back our branding, um, strategy. Oh, booklet from Kaylin. And I'm telling you ladies, it is gorgeous. She did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. So if you ever need somebody to help you rebrand your stuff, then I got a woman for you. She's great. Kaylin Summers. She's awesome. And I just love it. The colors, the everything about it. And we're going to be diving into starting to create the website over the next um, month. So I can't wait because I think by October, it's all going to be ready. And then we're going to roll out a whole brand new brand strategy over on Instagram and everywhere else. So I'm really excited. So anyways, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you listening. I truly do. I love it when you um, text me or you DM me over on Instagram or you join the Facebook group and just let me know that you really appreciate the podcast. I really appreciate you sharing it. You know, ladies, we're all in this together and how we help each other is by spreading the word and just doing simple little daily things that we can do to help each other grow in whatever businesses we are and with our health. You know, community is where it's all at, especially in the world that we live in today. We've got to stick together us well women. So from the bottom of my heart, you know, thank you so much and may God richly bless your week and I'll talk to you next week and bye for now.